And we are now just two weeks away from a municipal election that I can accurately say is a sleeper election. I mean, other than Michael Thompson, who got headlines, this one's not really driving the kind of headlines that we would normally see. I mean, there is literally, to my knowledge, unless it's been changed in the last day or two, and there's only one mayoral debate, and that's next week. Normally, in a municipal election, we'd have had dozens of debates over the last few months. Dozens. We'd have lots to talk about. But this works very well for John Tory. Um, because he doesn't care if he has to perform a debate, but it does very little, I think, to service, yeah, hi, Sushi, uh, the democratic process. And I think it severely underserves our electorate because there are very real issues facing the city. We've got gun crime. The city looks tired and crappy. Uh, we have big affordability issues, and they're barely getting attention. So even covering this election, I find, has been very difficult because it's very fractured. It seems very disorganized. And there are a lot of openings on council, so there will be a lot of new blood. And so if you have no clue of what's going on or where you're going to find out, my next guest has actually taken all the work out of it for you by creating a candidate tracker where he has done like all the fact-checking on the candidates, whether it's a councillor, mayor, and a school trustee, lays out the credentials, and all you have to do is click. His name is Nick Hoon-Brown, who's a senior editor over at the local magazine. Great to have you here. Yeah, thanks for having me, Alex. Thank God for you, because I'm going to be looking at your stuff for uh, election night coverage, because um, you have done literally all the heavy lifting. I went through your site, and it's it's all laid out there, riding to riding, candidate to candidate. Here's the issue. Here's the person. Here's the biography. Here's the background. So how long did this take you? Yeah, our, I mean, our team at the local.to has been working on this for a little while. I think, like you said, we re recognized that this was an important election, even if no one was paying attention to it. And we thought, like... What's the public service journalism that we could do here, which would be to right. actually just tell people who these candidates are? You know, there's 372 people running for mayor and councillor and and trustee. Uh, so we started in we started in the summer. We've been working at this for oh, a while. With, uh, yeah, we've had a team of almost a dozen. <laughs> I know that's a lot of work. Like, wow, yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, it's it's quite a, an undertaking, and it was a uh, yeah a big team effort. Well, I mean, maybe it's me. I make, maybe I'm so cynical. But do you find like I've covered a lot of elections, federal, provincial, and municipal, and there's something about this election that feels so disjointed to me, where it's been very difficult, and I feel like the issues are very splintered to kind of get a narrative going. Has that been your experience? I think that's right. I think there's some sort of I don't know. The democratic process doesn't seem to be working as it should. Only forty percent of people voted in 2018, right? And I think. Um, I mean, people are thinking that number might even might even dip. Um, part of that that is just we have, you know, the same mayor running again. Um, mm -hmm. We have tiredness from COVID and pandemic and uh, other elections. I think there's sort of a general sense of of malaise for sure. Um, but even if you want to know the information, like we want to be able to at least for there to be a place that people can get it, even if you're eager to learn who your counselor is, like. There's not a lot of spots for that, so that's that's the aim with uh, with our candidate tracker. Yeah, I do. I do think like you know we've got to make this as easy as we can for people because it is tough to get people out, and they are tired. Uh, but the municipal election, uh, you know, to me, it may not be the sexiest elections to cover, but they are the most uh, consequential to our pocketbooks because these are the decision makers on our water prices, on our land taxes, on getting our roads fixed, et cetera, et cetera. Um, and this year, as you know, and your team know, there are a number of new openings on council, which we don't often see where we're going to get a lot of new blood. And, you know, while uh, a lot of people have anointed John Tory the winner, 
Um, he hasn't really, he hasn't had anybody to go up against because the spotlight is constantly on him, but th- there are big issues. Yeah, no, absolutely. Um, and with those openings, I think that is important. Like we've, we've published other stories about the incumbency problem in this city where, yeah. you know, nine out of 10 times you win if you're the incumbent, the average counselor has been sitting on council for almost 14 years. That's worse than any other major city in North America. Um, so when there are these openings, it's sort of a rare chance to to bring in new blood. And it's also a moment where people don't necessarily know who the 16 candidates running in Ward 1 are. Yeah. You know? So it's a moment where you actually do need something like some some sort of impartial fact-checked research to figure out who, who I should vote for this important position. There are a number of issues. I mean, I look around this city and for the first time in like 25 years, I'm just looking at it thinking I don't really remember seeing Toronto just look so tired and fatigued and dirty. Uh, But there are a lot of big issues, whether it's the city, the way it runs, whether it is um, affordable housing, whether it's nonstop gun violence in our streets. What are the big issues that you, you guys are hearing about as you've been putting together this tracker that people are really zeroing in on? Is there a big issue or has it been scattered out? I mean, I think people are talking about affordable housing a lot. I think that's on top of mind for a, a whole bunch of people, whether you're renting or trying to buy a place or, or what have you. Um, doing interviews with counselors. I think when, when counselors are going door to door, they're hearing about those small hyper-local issues that don't necessarily, you know, make the news about parking on their street or about um, you know, having an extra crosswalk or whatever. I think all that that nuts and bolts stuff is hugely important for the way that people are able to enjoy life in the city. And, you know, that's that's something that you need local candidates to, to take care of. Yeah. What are um, some, I mean, given the amount of intense um, kind of dedication you've put into building this, what are some of the sleeper issues that you have seen and or sleeper stories that should be talked about but aren't? Um, or is there one? Like, is there, other than the Michael Thompson, I mean, even Michael Thompson, I mean, it's made headlines, but it's not going to stop him from running. But are there other issues that you see on the radar that really deserve to be more focused on? You know, I, I think that's part of the trouble with with kind of that you're having is finding these bigger narratives that can that then make sense across across the city. Um, the stuff that we've been seeing is again is just like super local. It's about do we turn this modular housing unit into a um, a shelter in this neighborhood or, or things like that. They're uh, they're pretty small bore issues, but I mean, I think the larger one is yeah, is this sort of austerity in the city, and as you mentioned. Uh, things seemingly falling apart and what, what we can do about that is, I think, another thing that's on top of mind. Nonetheless, there are issues out there and you guys have made it a whole... Ha- I knew as soon as I looked at it, I'm like, this was not done overnight. So so kudos to you for doing it. I will be using it. It will help me a lot. But I, it will actually go, I think, very, very far in helping people just zero in on their little part of the world. So Nick, very much uh, hats off to the team and I thank you for coming on. Thanks for having us. That is Nick Hewn-Brown, who is with the local magazine. And if you want the candidate, it's called the candidate tracker map. And I, I, I mean, all you do is go through this thing and you go to your writing and it lays it all out for you. Who's running? Who are the candidates? Here's their biography. Here's your school trustee choices. Here is your uh, mayoral choices. So it's all, all the hard work is done for you. So it is called the candidate tracker map. Look, we're only two weeks away, so we should probably start paying attention uh, now.